0: Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus through the Word, one chapter per day. My name is Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. Welcome to our 787th day together in God's Word as we are here in Psalm 112. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your Word, the blessing it is to be in your Word day by day. Uh, Thank you so much for that. We ask that you would bless our time in your Word and help us to value it, and to receive it. Thank you for this beautiful psalm that we have before us today and the wonderful picture it paints to us of the blessed life. May it be a picture that's accurate of us, we pray, as we go through this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice, for the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. The wicked man sees it and is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts away. The desire of the wicked will perish. That's Psalm 112. It's a picture of the blessed man and his life. And it is a very interesting in the providence of God that we're here reading this before we jump back into the book of Job. Yesterday at the end I said I think we're going back to Job, but I wasn't sure. I didn't have the plan right in front of me, which I sometimes forget to do that. So uh, Psalm 112 is a good stop off before we go back to Job because a lot of what job's friends are telling him as we'll see when we go back there are things like psalm 112 and yet but applied sort of absolutely without exception as though somehow uh, if you are someone who fears the lord and who greatly delights in his commandments this will always be the picture of your life and i think the simplest way for us today to see that that is not always true, is that this is ultimately a picture that is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the righteous man. Jesus Christ is the blessed man. And yet, during the days of his earthly life, he was not wealthy. He was not rich. It did not always go well with him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, one from whom men hide their faces so his earthly life often did not resemble this picture of psalm 112 and yet he is the fulfillment of psalm 112 how does that work well the whole story of the bible doesn't work without glory without the resurrection without what is coming and so just as at the end of job spoiler alert He gets things restored to him. That's a picture for us to see that righteous people may often be called upon to suffer in this life, but we will be more than compensated for all eternity because Jesus is the blessed man and he shares his inheritance with us. Jesus was glorified. Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus reigns over all, though he was despised by all and rejected by all. He is now Lord of all. So this is a picture ultimately of Jesus. It is also a picture of how we should be living our lives if we are following Jesus. If we belong to Jesus and the Spirit is making us more and more Christ-like, then the character of this man described in Psalm 112 should be the character of our lives in an ever-increasing way as we're growing in Christ-likeness. We should fear the Lord. That means to have an absolute reverence, to to be trembling at the awesome power and justice of God, and to think about what we deserve before him. Oh, we deserve condemnation forever, and yet he's been good. So we can tremble with, with overwhelmed sense of his power and his justice and his holiness, but also with an overwhelmed sense of joy and delight that he's been so good to us. That's what it means to fear the Lord and then to greatly delight in his commandments. God's given us his law, his moral law, the 10 commandments and the law of love to love God and love our neighbor. And we should delight in those things. We should say yes, because of how good God has been to us and how great he is. We should be upright. We should be gracious, merciful, and righteous. Verse 4. Gracious means we don't treat people as their sins deserve, but we are good to them. We give give good things to people who don't deserve them. We're merciful. That means we withhold vengeance and justice from people who do deserve it. And we're righteous. That means we we walk in an upright way according to the word of God. We should be that. This is not a picture of a self-righteous, legalistic, hard-nosed person. This is a picture of someone who is kind, right? He deals generously and he loves in verse five. He lends, rather he deals generously and he lends, he conducts his affairs with justice. So this is not an uptight, holier than thou, self-righteous, mean person, right? Sometimes people we think that's, you know, um, Ralph Davis refers to this as the, um, lemon lemon juice and vinegar Christianity. Like people who think that being a good Christian, you ought to look like you just sucked on a lemon and just downed a spoonful of apple cider vinegar. You ought to be like, I'm obeying God in my life, right? No, that is not what we're called to. We're called to love because we've been loved. We're called to joy because we've been forgiven. We're called to be gracious because God's been gracious to us. We're called to be merciful because God's been merciful to us. We're called to be generous because God's been generous to us. So righteousness that's God-honoring looks joyful and kind and welcoming and encouraging. If we are in the Lord, if the Lord is for us, right? Romans 8 says, who can be against us? And so we don't need to be afraid of bad news. Our heart can be firm, trusting in the Lord. God's given a son for us. How is he going to give us anything less than the best if, that, if he was willing to pay that price for us? So we don't need to be afraid of bad news. Our heart can be firm, trusting in the Lord. Our heart can be steady. We don't need to be afraid. Steady. Till we look in triumph on our adversaries, because one day we will. One day, the God of peace, Romans 16, 19 says, the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. We will look in triumph on our adversaries. And so meanwhile, we distribute freely and we give to the poor, just as Christ has distributed freely and given to the poor. This is, all, like I said, fulfilled in Christ. Christ, in his exaltation, when he goes to be at the right hand of the Father, he pours out his Holy Spirit and he gives gifts to his church generously, abundantly. We should do the same. We should be distributing freely and given to the poor. We should not be like the ones who are angry and who gnash their teeth. That's not, that's not Christian behavior. Sometimes I think we think it is, right? This self-righteous indignation is holier-than-thou anger at the world and its ways. No, that's not, that's not Christ-like. Jesus wept over the sins of others. Jesus called people to himself to receive forgiveness Jesus did drive out the money changers from the temple because they were polluting the worship of God with greed. Generally speaking, Jesus was a friend of sinners and compassionate toward those who needed grace and mercy. So Psalm 112 is not a guarantee that if you follow Jesus, you're going to be rich and everything's going to go well with you. No. It is a promise that if you follow Jesus in eternity, you will be Very blessed, and nothing will ever trouble you again. But in the meantime, it's a call that if you belong to Jesus, let's live like Jesus. Let's reflect his character in our everyday lives by his grace and for his glory. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for Jesus, our Savior. He's the righteous one, and he's the blessed one. And we are blessed to be in him. Make us more like Jesus today, we pray in his name. Amen. Well, that was Psalm 112. And tomorrow we are going back to the book of Job, picking up with Job chapter 5. Have a blessed day in the Lord. And that's a day of growing to be more like Psalm 112 and more like Jesus who fulfills it.